October 23rd, 2019. I'm Ron Scharf. I'm Avi Kaufman. And this is Accent Insights. Well, we took a little bit of a break for a couple of weeks, but we are back and the market is still going strong. Um, there were five properties on today for Broker Tour and we took a look at four of them and we're going to go over them right now. So Avi, 79 University Road, Unit 1. What do you think? This was a cool property, and I'll say this. It gets a lot of light and has some nice details. Uh, this is a three-bedroom, three-full bathroom, 1,929 square feet, University Road, on the high side of University Road, listed for $1.3 million. So that works out to six seventy-four per square foot. Now, I will say this. I started working out again uh, yesterday, and it was leg day, and it was a challenge getting up to this house. There are a lot of stairs. There are. Well, you know, University Road is a great block and um, the high side is a challenge. People buy the homes there, but but you are climbing a lot of stairs. And if you look at the photo, the cover photo on the picture, it's a little deceiving. It, it starts with the grass, which is already high. It's above the garage, garage cut into the hill. And then you're going up from there. Um, you know, look, people need to consider their own physical abilities, th those of people who might come to visit them. Uh, parents get older and they don't like to do stairs. Um, the new construction that they've been doing on the high side of universities has included elevators. And yeah, actually, um, uh, there are quite a few you know, where the, the builders have cut into the hill to install these elevators. And the cost of that, um, when I've asked people that have done it, they've said, take this as a ballpark estimate, but usually in the range of about $50,000 to install one of those, uh, which, you know, if you're buying a place for $1.3 million, that might be a worthwhile investment over time. It might. This is a condo, so you'd have to get approval from the other owner, but it'd be hard to see someone saying no if it didn't materially damage the the property. And, you know, these front lawns are not so uh, usable because of the slope on them. So, uh, yeah, definitely a consideration. And, and that, of course, would make the livability that much, I mean, substantially increased. Yeah. And some of the high side of the hills in Brookline, you'll see the garage is uh, behind the house. You sort of drive up behind it, but that's not the case here, right? You know, the garage is cut into the hill, so you park at street level, and then you go up. Um, and then once you get up, this was um, two bedrooms on that first floor, and then you actually go down to the lower level where you have almost like a one-bedroom suite, so three bedrooms total. Right, and that, that lower level is a lower level. It does have a little bit of that below-grade feel, and the ceiling's not super high, so so there is that as well. But for guests, you know, it's private and, and pleasant. Um, what do you think of it? Was maybe a little bit of a musty smell down there. Could use a dehumidifier. Yeah. Yeah. That was my impression. I, I would uh, make that recommendation. Right. And, and that's the kind of thing that if you were interested in the property, you know, we would probably recommend you, you get in a home inspector who is good with mold and understands moisture. You know, there is, there is uh, moisture in the air when you go below grade. Sometimes it's nothing, but sometimes it's something. So if this is a property you're interested in, you check it out and hopefully it's nothing. And often a dehumidifier that runs continuously is not expensive to own, not that expensive to run. Uh, it makes a big difference in the quality of life uh, in, in those lower levels. That's right. Now, there were two other uh, properties that we visited today that were sort of similar condos in the sense that one, well, one was a four bedroom and larger and one was a three bedroom, but it may possibly in the same consideration set. Both are higher priced. Both are higher priced. One is substantially higher priced than the other, but but probably with good reason, right? We're talking about 115 Sewell Avenue, Unit 1, and 68 Columbia Street, 
says unit one, but the, the other unit is 66 Columbia Street. So um, there is no unit two. Um, well, let's, let's start with Columbia Street. We talked about the other unit in this building a couple of weeks ago when it came on the market. That's right. 66 Columbia Street was on the market last month. And just to refresh everyone's memory, uh, that one was about 700 square feet smaller uh, and was listed for 1.25. It was listed in the middle of a weekend. So essentially had the next weekend was its first real weekend on the market. And it, it went under agreement just after that. Uh, and so probably it did fine. Um, we don't know the price, of course, till it closes. Uh, and our understanding is that they used that listing's price to to inform how they were going to price this one, 68 Columbia Street, which is larger at uh, 2,635 square feet. And this is four bedrooms, two full bathrooms, uh, listed for just under 1.5 million. And that works out to 569 per square foot. Right. And, you know, Columbia Street is a great, great block. People love that little niche of Brookline. It's got that park um, just down the block from there. Columbia comes off of Harvard and Jay's around uh, and then connects in with like Verndale, Kenwood and, and those blocks over there. Uh, it's a it's its own little enclave. It has a very, very neighborhoody feel. Um, this is a well-maintained, you know, somewhat renovated properly, but not new construction. That's right. You go in and you'll notice that the kitchen has newer elements, the bathrooms have newer elements. It's still the original uh, windows on the second floor, there's the four bedrooms and then this one other sort of room with a slanted ceilings um, and one bathroom to, to service all four bedrooms. Whereas if it was a new renovation or a new build, you would probably have some end suite bathrooms up there. Uh, and the kitchen, uh, lovely uh, appliances, counters, cabinets. Uh, they probably kept the old layout, you know, the refrigerators in the hallway instead of in the kitchen. So, you know, there's some quirks like that. And although it's large, 2,635 square feet, and it does feel spacious on that first level, um, just the way the, the square feet are spread out, I'm not sure you get full utility of that 2,635 square feet with some of the square feet in these large landings and hallways and things like that. Uh, but it's a lovely large place. Right. And that's an important point because when you when you look at the um, price per square foot, you know, you're at 568 which is not terrible, right? Again, it's not new construction. It's not a gut rehab, uh, but it's in good shape on a great block. Uh, it has parking. It has uh, central air conditioning. So it's got a lot going for it. So that 568 a square foot, you know, seems about right. But as you say, uh, when you walk the home, um, you know, maybe the square footage isn't telling the whole story. And it, it doesn't feel quite as big as it is. Also, you know, it is a compromise for someone spending a million five uh, two bathrooms might feel like not enough. So, but but if it was a gut rehab, I think the price would be closer to one seven one eight. I think that's right. Now let's contrast the sixty eight Columbia Street to the other one, one fifteen Sewell Ave. You know, like you said, sixty eight Columbia Street, that street very desirable to to some people. That's the prime place to be. I think to a broader audience, perhaps one fifteen Sewell Ave is an even better location. It's prime Coolidge Corner. You can walk uh, everywhere. And it's a different layout. You know, 68 Columbia Street is that half a house. This is like sort of the Philadelphia style condo, whereas 115 Sewell Ave is more of a floor through, like a traditional brownstone floor through. Uh, this was 2,258 square feet, three bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms, including the master bath. And at just under $1.8 million, it works out to 795 a square foot. 
Right. So much higher square foot price. Um, and again, I agree with you. This Sewell Ave is, is sort of quintessential Coolidge Corner. I mean, it's, uh, for its side of Harvard Street, you're on the sort of walk to Longwood that so many people do. And that and that floor through brownstone is a very, very uh, high demand kind of product. People really like it. Um, this has two parking spaces, also central air, uh, that extra half bath, one fewer bedroom. So, you know, definitely a different product. Um, and, and we should say this one came on last week. We didn't see it over the weekend. We just saw it today. But Avi, I think you said you were talking to the broker and, and they may have already taken an offer. That's correct. This one's uh, still listed as active just today because they wanted to do the broker tour, um, but it's already accepted an offer. Uh-huh. Okay. So you see that the, you know, the high demand for that area and that type of product. Well, you know, we should point out this one is, is a tiny bit below grade and you can see it in some of the photos that the windows are a little bit high. Um, it's only like a step or two down. So I don't think it feels, you know, basementy, but you know, some people are sensitive to, um, the windows that sort of come to the top of, of the ceiling line, uh, and, and start a little bit high. But it didn't seem to hurt it. Seven days on the market. If they got their offer today, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's go around the corner. Uh, something completely different. 4143 Stearns Road. Similar uh, part of Coolidge Corner. Uh, another great block. Right by Trader Joe's and, and, and uh, all of that good stuff. And this is a two-family. We've got uh, two units there. Uh, each one is a three-bedroom. And they're asking 1.95 for this. It's, it's I think, 5,700 square feet all told. Uh, the, lot, the lot is uh, 5,720 square feet. That's right. Sorry, I had my developer hat on because the, 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 <laughs> the living area is only 3,000 square feet. But, but that, that's an interesting question, though. Why don't you explain to everyone why that's relevant as a developer in a T5 zone? <laughs> right. The different areas in Brookline have a different sort of density allowance, uh, which is called floor area ratio or FAR. And essentially, it's, there's a ratio of how much uh, square footage you can build in a property for living space as compared to how much uh, land it has. Uh, in a T5 zone, that ratio is one. So when you have a 5,700 square foot piece of land, as you do here, you can theoretically build 5,700 square foot of, of living space. Um, that is constrained by things like setbacks. Are you far enough away from the lot line? Do you have enough open space? But I'm looking at a two-story house here, which probably has room to build up. Um, so this is going to attract developer attention because... Um, Anytime you can sort of bust out at the seams, as it seems like you can here, the developers are going to try and take it and max it out. People at the broker tour, there were definitely included developers. And, you know, it was like sharks around uh, blood in the water. And yeah. They were circling. <laughs> the unused square footage is, is definitely blood in the water. Um, and, you know, look, we have a lot of clients who say, boy, if I could, if I could find a two family, I would pay for it and use the income. Uh, and, and the problem they always have is that when the two families, you know, have that development potential, the developers come in and just, and just pay with an eye toward what they're going to get in, you know, 12 to 18 months and, and they blow people out of the water. So I think we're going to expect to see that kind of thing happen. They come with cash. Uh, they don't come with contingencies. They don't care about inspections because they're going to gut everything out anyway. You know, maybe you'll look for an oil tank or something. But even that, if you want to be, you know, a strong offer as a developer, you just say, I will take it as it is and it'll be my problem, which is, of course, very appealing to the seller. 
Yeah, I, I think that that's what's going to happen here. So the two units, just to back up for a minute, uh, it's currently just under 3,000 square feet between the two units. Each of the units is three bedrooms, one bathroom. There's there's garage parking, and it, it's you know it's dated. It's very very dated. They make it very clear in the description uh, who, who this will appeal to. The unique opportunity for investors, developers, and owner occupants who are looking to invest. Uh, you know, we visited it and can verify this is something that would require significant investment to bring up to modern standards. And uh, at this pricing, it probably makes sense for developers, and that's why uh, that's who's circling. Right. Just to, to highlight the point, under the disclosure says house is being sold as is. So they're not going to take an inspection contingency. Um, and, and I think they rightfully assume that they're not going to, they're going to get enough offers and won't have them. So they're, they're telling the market, you know, um, you better be prepared to do some work or, or expect a house that needs work. Now, if you take this at its face value and the list price per square foot at 1.95 million and 2944 square feet, that works out to 662 a square foot. But to, to your point of what you're saying here with the FAR, the floor area ratio, you really have to consider the lot square footage of 5,720. So when you do that, the, the list price is really only 341 a square foot. So even if you add in, say, $200 a square foot of development cost, um, you're still only at like 541 a square foot, which is well, well under what uh, new construction condos in that uh, part of Brookline go for. That's exactly right. It's going to go way above that $2 million. All right. Well, well, we'll monitor this for everyone and we'll let you know how it works out. Yep. So if you have questions about these or any other properties on the market, uh, please reach out. We are at info at accentbrookline.com. Yeah. And we might do another question and answer format in the next few weeks. We've gotten a lot of positive feedback and uh, interest in that episode. So if you have questions you'd like us to address, uh, please send them over to us. 